Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of The Single Chronicles. I am your girl, Rose R.S. Lewis, a.k.a. Insomniac Writer. And today, I think I'm going to wrap up Season 3 with this uh, finale. And that is people not catching a clue, not catching a hint, not reading the fucking room. So if you're new here, make sure you like um, or heart, save, favorite, whatever you gotta do to this podcast so you can be notified of future episodes and stuff. For everyone else, welcome to the Single Chronicles. y'all i i had so many topics that i wanted to uh close out the season with and this was one of the ones that just kind of fell in my lap like maybe a few hours ago and i was thinking about it i was thinking about it before but i kind of revisited it and like every time i go on my dms it just be like yo motherfuckers do not read the room and um I can see why some females act the way they act uh, or why some people are just, they, they are the way they are. I I just, I kind of get it. Now, don't get me wrong. My thing is I'm, I'm, I've never sat up there and told someone, okay, you know, I've never told someone, oh yeah, you might have a chance or I like you or you're this, you're that, blah, 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 blah. Knowing full and well that I don't, um, I don't want to reciprocate the same feelings that they have back to them. So I've never been one to do that. You know, if I don't feel the same way you feel, I'll I'll try to lay it out there as gently as I can, you know, just rip the bandaid off, but just, I try to be nice, but I try to be upfront and honest. Today, I want to talk about the two types of people that one, like that, they're honest, regardless if it comes off as brash or not, or them trying to spare your feelings. And then other ones that's just really dismissive and don't keep it a vein. Like you you want me to guess like dude, I don't a woman, I don't have time to guess. Either you fuck with me or you don't. And to the other extreme of that, you know, the other end is like, do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? <laughs> like, do you realize that the way you feel for me? is not the way I feel for you. And the sooner you recognize that, the sooner you, you know, you pay attention to that, 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 that whole thing, the better everyone else, all all of us will be. Because the problem is that people, they don't want to, they, they just, I don't know. I I can't, I can't, I just, I don't get it. You know what I mean? Um, like for example, there are guys in my DM and, you know, they'll say, oh, I'm going to do X, Y, and Z for you. And I, you know, respectfully, I must decline. And it's, and, and honestly, that's not because of them. Like, I don't want them, want the gifts. I, I wouldn't mind people buying me shit or doing nice shit for me. The problem is, is that that whole premise of people doing nice shit for me got fucked up when I was younger. And it wasn't until I got older and I realized why, because I grew up in a uh, a transactional lifestyle. Like my mom, sometimes even to some extent, my grandmother 
were like, you know, they were the type of people, well, I did such and such, such for you. So you owe me. Like, yo, you fed me and put clothes on my back and gave me a place to live when I was a child. You was fucking supposed to do that. Like, people, motherfuckers want, like, golden stars for shit they supposed to do. I wish the fuck I would ever tell my daughter, well, since I gave birth to you and I fed you and you couldn't feed yourself, like, who's keeping score? Now, I can see if you're your child or your whoever's living with you and you guys have um, tasks split up. That's fine. That, that That's totally cool. But what we're not going to do is sit up there and make your own children. That shit is really toxic. And a lot of us Gen Xers, millennials, and everyone prior to that, we grew up because that was the norm. But just because you, you're used to doing something consistently and consecutively doesn't mean it makes it right. I could be sitting up here saying two plus two is six. Just because I believe that and I've been saying that all my fucking life don't mean that it's right. You know what I mean? People... Um, it's like laws, certain laws that, like even slavery at some point, that was a law. You know, things after, as as a society changes, as we advance and we grow and we change and we learn, you're going to adapt rules to that. Life as we know it today is not how it was 10 years ago, 20 years ago, 30 years ago. It damn fucking sure ain't like it was a century ago. So those ideologies and those that way of thinking because the, the way of life and the way of living just has changed. So you have to change with it. Either you adapt. It's like Darwinism. You know, the strongest will survive. You adapt somehow, somewhere. You find out how to keep it pushing or you become extinct. And a lot of times people don't want to get out of the past. So regardless of that, like I said, growing up with that transactional lifestyle, and I noticed that a lot of other people, I didn't know. I thought it was just me. I'm like, you know, and it wasn't until my therapist was like, no, that's fucked up. And I'm like, really? I'm like, oh, because it it used to give me a sense of anxiety when someone did something nice for me. And I used to have anxiety doing stuff for them because I grew up with that mindset is that, oh, well, we have to do something. I do something for you. So you have to do something for me and vice versa. And that's not normal. That's not paying it forward. The, 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 the service of charity and being generous and giving back and just being a good, decent fucking person, paying it forward is done by not expecting and feeling entitled to something in return. And I know I kind of jumped ship a little bit from where I started at, but the point was, is that when I had to address the trauma, you know, sometimes we got to address shit when it comes up. And this is something I am still working on because I grew up in this quid pro quo you scratch my back, I scratch your back, you know what I mean, that toxic culture, shit, I just had, we have our compliance training every few years, and I remember uh, the, the compliance trainers, one of the things they always bring up is like, yo, that shit is fucked up, like, you are a supervisor, a manager, and you asking one of your subordinates, do this for me, and you'll go far in this company. Like, shit like that is really fucking toxic. But the problem is, is that because people have done it for so fucking long, it's like, oh, well, it's cool. But that's neither here nor there. The point is, is that, you know, when people be like, I want to do something for you. Like, even with the business of what I do, different businesses, whether it's this podcast, whether it's my, my Zumba classes, whether it's my juices, I don't like feeling that, 
like people just giving me like people would give me money and they were like oh yeah I heard you know about your cat and or or when when Loki was damn near dying a few years ago motherfuckers was just donating money people I never knew like I raised damn near the whole entire money like cost for his surgery and that was like a 2000 something something surgery it's the end of the year you know what I mean it's it's like 2020 so we still pandemic and pandemic mode like I'm like yo my homie Loki is about to die because I don't have this money to 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 save him plus other stuff I was trying you know I needed money for so a lot of stuff was going on and I was just like it was just fucking with me but Again, people are generous. And even when, like, my birthday that same year, just months prior to that, like a month prior to that incident with the cat, you know, when people were like, why are you so stressed in your party? Same thing with last year and this year. Well, this year I did better. But, the you know, first two years that I was having, like, this theme costume birthday type hybrid party, I hated asking people, you know, can you help me set up? Can you do this? Can you do this? So my girlfriend was like, yo, if you need me to help set up, let me know. Like, it was even people I was like, yeah, if you, look, you ain't even got to pay for the charity, you know, the charity, because it was for charity. So I was like, if anybody paid charity, and then, you know, anybody help me set up, you, you know, you come for free. I'm not going to sit up here and say, help me set up and then pay. So there were people that were helping me, but a friend of mine, two very different people, said the same fucking thing to me and then someone else i did not know on the internet was you know start post yada 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 and they said the same thing and you know when the same fucking thing verbatim comes from very different people yeah that's that's god the universe whatever you choose to believe in is telling you yo yo so basically in so many words all three of these people and I, even my daughter agreed with it too don't block your blessings or don't block someone else's blessings if someone is trying to do something for you just for fucking gp just because they fuck with you or just because they just want to fucking help don't block that because of your trauma don't let your trauma be the reason why you block their blessings and i was like oh damn shit hit me with the whoop de whoop <laughs> i was like damn i had to really sit and reflect because i was like oh damn I really did that. That was I really was blocking people. And it wasn't intentional. It was just the fact that I have been so used to people abusing my kindness or turn around. Like if they do something for me, they ask for something in return, they or they expect something in return, or they throw it back in my fucking face. And even because and because I was I was uh nurtured in that toxicity and that 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 bullshit ass way of thinking. I, I in turn did that, and I didn't even realize that I was doing it because until like the most toxic person I ever fucked and been with laid out a lot of the shit that I did and made, and it was like, yo, I do that, but my mom do that, my grandma used to do that, or damn, my aunt was do like it dawned on me that the same toxic ass behavior that I tried to avoid doing and being and all that other stuff I was fucking doing. So the moral of the story is, is that, yeah, that was me. So back to this. <laughs> Spent like 10 minutes talking about my trauma. But I've already talked about that. Like I had a whole de episode dedicated. Actually, that particular episode is my most listened to episode in all of the Single Chronicles episodes, not including like the stuff on YouTube. And I was just like, wow, that shit is crazy. Because like, when I realized it, when my therapist brought it up to me at the time before, when I was still seeing her, I was like, damn bro 
I like it, it was just like, you know, mind blown type of moment. But anyway, I get guys or whoever in my inbox. Oh, I want to do this. Like the other day I posted like a boomerang on Instagram about from, you know, the outside of Victoria's Secret. I went in there, got some shit. And every now and again, I like to treat myself. I'm like, yo, I work hard. I don't really do anything for myself. I don't go anywhere. You know what I mean? And I said from this, I said in my 40s was going to be the decade I stopped all that toxic way of thinking. If I can afford to go somewhere, travel, have fun, I'm doing it. If I can afford to put myself in a position and a predicament that I'm doing better, I'm going to do it. I'm not going to, what I keep doing, I always play it safe. Right now, safe. I'm comfortable. Change doesn't have to happen because I'm fine. Like, I'm cool. Like, I'm not happy, happy, but I'm cool because if if I don't step too far left or too far right or too far forward, I'm not going to get knocked down and the pain of that failure won't be as burnt because I got this safety net. So, regardless of such, I told myself, um, no, fuck that rose. But anyway, back to this. Um, you know, I get the dudes in the inbox offering all type. I had somebody offering to fly me out to the West Coast. You know, um, another person was like, come out here to the Midwest. I'm like, damn. <laughs> like, because there are people nowadays, like the way social media has connected people over the last few years, especially because we were shut down and we were in isolation for two, for the greater part of two years. People learn to connect, and then long distance relationships. I think I, I have to look at the percentages of long distance relationships because I think I'm gonna talk about that in the season opener for season four in February when I come back. And that's because a lot of people were connected via TikTok, Instagram, Zoom, whatever it might have been. People were making these connections online to other people, and then all you could do really is talk, all you really could do is just exchange ideas and, 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 and passions and stuff like that and get to know this person. It was kind of like that, 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 that blind marriage show. I don't know. I don't really watch some shows like that, but it's a show that's on, I think Netflix. Uh, One of my friends was watching it and I was like, what the hell is this? She was like, yeah, they, they, you know, they get married and they don't see the person or something, but it forces you to get to know the person on a um, a deeper level because right now you're not misguided and, or being, you're not being misguided by fucking lust because most people, that's the first thing they worry about what the person looks like. You know, the, the, everybody is so, um, physically driven by the physical features of another person or, or attributes and stuff that, you don't, you start to realize, I don't fucking know you. And I think the pandemic, another thing the pandemic did is made people realize just how much they didn't know or even like their partners. Because now we have this thing where we're not together. We don't know each other. We don't interact with each other. We don't fuck with each other, but we together because the sex was good. And we just been fucking for all this time. So now that we're stuck with one another, and it was like, yo, you know, you irked me or you like a lot of people were getting divorced after the lockdown, like a lot of breakups because people just realized that they really didn't know the person that they were with. So how do you get to know the person that you're talking to? Like you really have conversations about things you want to do, places you want to go, you know, dreams, aspirations, fears, all these things, traumas, triggers, talk, you know, whatever. People are afraid to put that out there. I want to know the type of person you are. Like the last couple of people I've talked to, I was just like, I'm not feeling it. And I, I had like one person that I connect, I felt that I connected to, but 
um, it wasn't re- reciprocated. And I was like, all right, something is not right because the dynamic and the, and I've talked about this a bunch of times. This is not the first time that this happened. I'm not saying it happens to the best of us. Sometimes we misjudge. And like I said, I'm in this group. I'm going to talk about the night. I mean, today, um, you know, not catching a clue or, or being around someone that's very dismissive. But the point is, is that I was in this predicament that um, here I am getting all these propositions and things from guys. And it's like, no, thank you. Thanks, but no, thank you. You know what I mean? I want to be with a female. I don't want to be with a guy or whatever the case might be. The point is, or I just might want to be by my fucking self. The point is, is that, you know, people are like, oh, well, you look good and I like you and that's that. And it just kind of feels like it's flattering. Don't get me wrong. I'm fucking flattered that someone would find me attractive or find me whatever. But at that same time, it's like, if I can't help if I don't feel the same way you feel. So I'm not going to sit up here and I don't want to waste your time. At this point in my life, I'm old enough to tell you, look, it ain't going to happen, bro. Or even even if I try the first few months, weeks, days, whatever, and you realize, mm, we're not a good fit. Sorry. Sorry, not sorry. This ain't going to work. I, I tried, but... And people get mad. Like, they feel so entitled to a person's... To, they feel so entitled to, you know, to the access of you that when you tell them that you don't feel that same way, they get mad. And you shouldn't get mad at that. If a person doesn't feel about you the way you feel about them, or they don't want to be around you, and they they communicate that to you, it's really, you, you got to respect that. You know what I mean? People don't respect people's space or whatever. Anyway, back to this. Um, so I was in that situation where, you know, I have people coming on and I would tell them, hey, you know, no. In so many words. And most for the most part, the majority of people catch a clue. But then there are other people that don't. You know what I mean? So and and I and I look at how these people that I and I'm not saying no names, like if I was the like and I've told friend like I had this one girlfriend and she <laughs> that's my homegirl. Like, yo, this is my homie. And she will always have my back, but she is kind of toxic. And she's not like toxic as in a fucked up ass individual. But like when I was telling her the shit that, you know, my father was like, yeah, somebody, people send me money for my birthday, they cash at me, PayPal, da, 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 da. She was like, yeah, girl, child, you got them in the palm of your hands. I will be having them sending me this. They be buying me this and buying me that. Girl, you better use what you got. And I'm like, I can't. I don't know how to be that type of person. And I don't want to be. I don't want to be the gold digger type. The, you know, the stereotype that they already have of us black women. That's not me. That's not who I am. I could be. I very much, anybody could. But it's not me. And I, I look at how easily people get taken advantage of, especially men that want that companionship. No Like they might have an age thing or whatever the case might be. But a woman, there are a lot of conniving ass females that take advantage of people like that. And that shit pisses me off because it's like, yo, they're looking for love and you looking for a, a fucking paycheck. And it pisses me off. So that's another reason why I don't want to take stuff because, again, 
I don't want to be like y'all. Y'all remember Players Club, Byron, Myron, whatever his name was. He spent a lot of money on Diamond, and he felt that in his brain, it should be more than what it was. And I don't want to be in that situation. I don't want to lead anybody on. Now, the other end of that spectrum are those the dismissive people, the people that ghost you or fall back or whatever. No explanation as to why. Like, is how hard is it to just say, you know what? Um, you seem really nice. Um, I enjoy talking to you. You're sweet. You're kind. You're beautiful. You're this. You're da, 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 da. But I don't think that we are a good fit. And I don't see this going anywhere. And it's not because I don't, it's, it's not you. And I hate to sound cliche and say, oh, it's not you, it's me. But it's not even that. Sometimes our paths and our goals aren't aligned. And you know what I mean? Like it might be that person doesn't want a long distance relationship or that person wants to move to another part of the country or out of the country. You know, that person might want kids and you don't like. There are things that people because there's so that chemical reaction, you know, that 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 lust feeling or whatever, that that initial feeling that they're still high off of is so prevalent in the beginning that we don't stop to think, okay, what does this person want? What do I want? Will our goals and I talked about that too when cuz when everybody was in up in arms when Wallow and his girl broke up. It wasn't an ugly ass break. And the breakups don't got to be ugly. Yes, they still hurt because y'all genuinely fucking love each other or care about each other. No one said it's not going to is going to be easy and that shit gonna, you ain't going to feel no type of way. What happens is is that you it it sucks, but I'd rather us part ways on good terms than to um right now and, and just rip the Band-Aid off before, instead of spending another 5, 10, 15 plus, God knows how many years, wondering how life would have been if we would have just walked away because we knew back then we weren't a good fit, but we didn't want to be alone. That's the problem. People don't want to be alone. So instead of not embracing our ourself, you know, being, having that self-time, that alone time, that me time, instead of fearing that we should embrace it when we need to and stop worrying about the cohabitation because when you force it you know and, and a lot of women do this and they see that the guy might be and shoot guys do it too like they see that the person might be gravitating away and they say you know here come a baby or a wedding or a proposal or something to keep that person here and you're all like happy and giddy or whatever the case might be and next thing you know now you feel trapped and then later on what happens is you feel a sense, a sense of resentment because you feel as though you wanted to go but they didn't want to let you go or vice versa and then you mad because they just didn't take no for an answer in this particular case the people that are so dismissive and they kind of just fall off and ghost, you know what I mean? Those are the ones, those are cowards to me. Cause it's like, just tell me how the fuck you feel. Like we grown. I'm not going to sit like, it might suck. Yeah. But I ain't going to cry. So if you feel that you don't, <coughs> excuse me, if you feel that you don't have a future with me and you don't want to be with me, that's fine. I'm not entitled to you. 
You're not entitled to me. Shouldn't you? And, and that's, I think we mentioned that on like the friend zone. Oh, yeah, she put me on the friend zone. Bro, no, she, she, you were already supposed to be her friend. She didn't feel the same way about you that you felt. And now, instead of just keeping a bean and be like, all right, you know what, it ain't work out, whatever, whatever, you know what I mean? You got an attitude or whatever. But like I said, the dismissive, you know, leaving that person on red, you know, not regarding them and, and at least acknowledging them. Like if someone takes their time out of the day, say hi, you say hi back. I'm not saying you got to do it in like 4.7 milliseconds, whatever. What I'm saying is that someone asks you a question or they, 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 they say hi or they give you salutations and you just looking like, yeah, whatever. Like it's so rude. Like we live in this world now, like even here in Philly, not everyone does it, but I noticed like if you say hi, how you doing? Good morning, happy holidays, whatever. Just just being a polite. Motherfuckers just mad, walking around angry. Yo, you woke up today. It's a motherfucker that's in the morgue who would if if they could probably would want to switch places with you. And you using the the breath and day and air and whatever in space that someone else could greatly use to be fucking miserable like y'all just wake up mad let me be mad at somebody today all right before i get too far off the point is i'm when the point i wanted to make and i'm gonna this again in the writer's reflections look rather it's coming on too strong or being very dismissive or somewhere in between the point is is that you got to be honest with people be honest with people. Let them know, look, I don't feel the way you feel about me or I enjoy my singlehood or I'm not ready for a relationship right now or whatever. Or you know what? I thought that this was something that I wanted, but it's not. I don't want to waste your time. I don't want to string you along. So I would rather you go do you fly, float, grow, be awesome than to sit up here and wait for me to get my shit together. And what that does, it it doesn't have you come off as dismissive, immature, and cowardice. And it also prevents them from coming on too strong. Sometimes. Some people just be mad aggressive. But that's neither here nor there. Anyway, guys, on to the writer's reflections. And today's promo. Okay, today's promo of the day of the week is Twerk Out Winter Burn. I got Twerk Out Booty Camp, the Winter Burn series. I had one in July, it was Summer Burn. Now I got the Winter Burn, hat in it. it was great. Like, yo, the, the weight that these ladies lost was, in, it was insane. The result, the before and after. And some of them, some results weren't even just weight loss. People said they felt better. Uh, cramps wasn't nice, hurting knees and joints and stuff. Like, people was in a better mood. Like, yo, I had some of the most amazing transformation stories. So, what does this Twerk Out Booty Camp include? And what exactly is it? So, you get four booty boot camp type classes. But they're a little different because it's twerk out. You know, it got to come with it. Come with the heat. You get four of those. So it's each Saturday in January. Plus, you get four weeks worth of detoxing juices. Those detox juices are the ish. And once you start, after the first week, you want to see why. So you get that. And you get a cool t-shirt after classes, after you wrapped up uh, the, the, the series. So you get all of that. And that's like over $200 worth of stuff. And I'm only doing it for half of that. $100. So 
register, you get all of that. Now, you can choose to buy the juices individually and, and, and get shots or, or just come to classes, but you actually end up spending so much more money doing it that way. So I'm giving it to you for this this, this package deal. It's not going to last long. The price will go up um, as we get closer to January, the first January, uh, first class, should I say. And it's going to be great. So the first class will be January 7th. It'll be at the King Center in North Philly. You can register via Schedulicity. And now if there is a snow thing, weather permitting, we'll, we'll try to figure out when we'll move that class and make substitutions as necessary because you know it is January snow, whatever. But definitely register, sign up for that. The information is going to be down below in the description box if you want to sign up. And you don't even need a promo code. It's on sale. Like I said, until December 31st, that price will go up. So don't lunch. Don't wait. Don't procrastinate. I'll see y'all then. Twerk out boot camp. Hey guys, thank you so much for tuning into the Single Chronicles today. We talked about people who are two ends of this spectrum of dating. They are very dismissive or <laughs> they don't know how to take no for an answer or they come on super strong. And um, it's okay that this happens. It ha- I mean, it, there's not much you can do about it, but... I think what makes it hard for people is that the fear of being alone is greater than the fear of resenting the person you're with because you were too afraid to let them go or they were too afraid to let you go. And now 20 years later, you're you're like Al Bundy, mad because you didn't go to college, you didn't get in the NFL, you was this great quarterback, you got your girlfriend knocked up and now you just... All you do is complain, 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 complain. And and you resent everyone. You resent your kids. You resent your, your wife. You know, it happens. And people don't think about that. Like, we don't think past two steps ahead of us. And, you know, I remember when, and I mentioned this earlier and earlier in the season and early in this episode about Wallow and his girlfriend you know, breaking up, it wasn't ill will. At least they didn't come off that way. And that's fine. That's okay. Not everything is going to be meant to last. And we just have to recognize that. We have to think about that. And we have to accept it. Very hard for people to accept something that doesn't, that they don't like. It really is. Trust me, I'm one of them. I've had people that I like that I noticed weren't reciprocating the, the, the emotion, the connection, or whatever. And it hurts. It sucks. But it don't last forever. And there's something better out there. And if you waste too much time chasing after someone who don't want you or don't want to be caught or whatever the case might be, you are losing out and potentially missing out on someone who is going to love and accept and be crazy about you. So that's all I wanted to say. I told you I wanted to keep the writer's reflection short today. Um, I have, uh, I'm recording now Friday and I have some other stuff that I need to get 
done before this weekend is over so i'm going to keep this episode a little shorter and um i hope you guys enjoyed the season finale i wanted to do another episode before december but i think i'm gonna cap it here and um because i got some things going on so with that being said i hope that you guys have a pleasant holiday whatever you're celebrating um a awesome new year when it rings and i may do a bonus episode between now and the new season in february but until then guys i love y'all so be awesome be you but above all else love yourself and i will see you in 2023 all right take care